Hello, and welcome to You Just Got Homeschooled. I'm RJ, and today I want to talk about um, kind of what we're doing in homeschool. Not us personally, but kind of like um, one of the trends that I've noticed, and I just want to kind of reframe it a little bit so maybe we can get a better understanding. Now, I was, I'm new to Instagram. If you've been listening for a while, you know this. I, I still don't understand how it works completely. I'm still trying to figure it out, hence why there's not a lot on there from um, Homeschool Podcast and why I struggle with posting anything that seems coherent is because I, I'm, I'm new. But I was scrolling through the other day and I noticed that there was a lot, a lot of content that was about how we can supercharge, basically, turn our homeschool kids into super geniuses so they can go to college. Now, I am an education addict. Um, if I could convince someone to foot the bill, I would never leave school. I would always be taking classes and I would always be getting degrees because I love education. I love learning. I love learning all sorts of things. I wish I could have a degree in psychology and um, take classes in science and in art. I would love the opportunity to do more classes in theology and deeper stuff into history. Like there's just a lot of stuff, technology, but it's not practical, obviously, because the, um, part of the reason I became a teacher is because I just like being in school. Um, and so I was like, hey, this will be great. I get summers off and you know, I get to teach and so I still get to be in the classroom and it's all good. <clears throat> but what I noticed was, as I was scrolling through, is there's all these posts about how to supercharge your kids basically or how to, you know, turn them into X or turn them into Y or help them in that and so they could be exemplary students so that they can go to college, right? They can go and they can go, like I, I think there's a email sitting in my um, inbox right now that has a link to it that's like how homeschoolers is like the way to get into Harvard, right? Homeschooling is the way to get into Harvard. And it just made me kind of pause and think. Now, there's a lot of other stuff too, and so I'm not discrediting any of that because it, it does exist. But with just that subsect, I was like, I'm kind of confused here. The reason why I homeschool is because I don't trust the public schools. The reason why a lot of people homeschool is because either they don't trust the public schools or they want to teach their family values or their kids don't really fit into the regular thing um, or doesn't fit their lifestyle as a family. I, you know, There's lots of different reasons. But what I thought was interesting is in this particular line of thought that I'm, that I'm seeing with this, let's you know, get our kids into college, I'm like, so you pulled your kid out of the system to put them in the system. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you yank them out of a system, train them in alternative methods, basically, of education in many cases, or maybe even most cases, and then chuck them back into a system. Now, I fully believe that on average, homeschoolers are going to surpass kids who go to regular school, even kids that go to private school. And I think it's good that that's pretty consistently borne out in, in the studies. But it's not due to, I think, well, I should say, I think it's due to the fact that, that homeschooling lends itself to more flexible kids and more well-rounded kids. And so they're better able to adapt 
to new environments than a kid who's only, you know, gone to school at 7.30 in the morning, sat down in class and, and done that system over and over again. So, and, and it's, I think I mentioned this in a previous one, like the time management alone is a huge learning curve. And, and I think that homeschool kids have this one down where public school kids don't often because they're used to not having you know, a sa- the same class every day. They're used to not having someone to tell them, go here, do this, and do it now, or do it then. Instead, they have that opportunity to, to learn how to balance their own time and how to measure how long it's going to take them and those kind of things. But why are we prepping kids to go from one system to another? Now, I love education. I love college. But I don't think I love college for the same reason that public schools are force-feeding kids into college. And I don't think that I would send my kids to college for the same reason that a public school would. It is not my perception, it is not my belief, I would probably go so far as to say, that the purpose of college is to learn skills to get a job. Unless they're the kind of skills that you could only learn or they need a piece of paper to certify them in order to get a job. Meaning that if you need to go to school to be a doctor, then you need to go to school. If you're going to school to be a lawyer, then you need to go to school. If you need to go to a college, you know, go to college to become an engineer, then you need to go to college to be an engineer or a chemist or something like that. But if you're going to school to be an English teacher or be an, you know, to write, you're an English major so you can write, You don't need a college degree for that. You need to be a good writer. Now, college can help in that. Definitely can help in that. But you also get the good with the bad. Meaning that you're going to get help writing, but you're also going to get all the bias of all these professors who all have PhDs, which means that they've all gone through the same system. And generally, the system pushes out or beats out of people who reach the PhD level, any possibility of having original thought that is in contrast to the powers that be or academia as a field, right? Um, I think I read, I'm trying to remember where I got the statistic or where I heard it, but something like the, the number of quote-unquote conservative um, professors in the United States is something like, Two or three percent, depending on which department you're in. Overall, some departments have more, some departments have less, but two or three percent. So you don't have a diversity of ideas going on there, which means that the vast majority of them are coming, um, or you know, that are making it through have either started off one way and changed, or just started out that way and continued that way. Which means that if you're going to write anything, you have to go through that. You know, it's kind of like everything goes through, you know, a blue lens, and so. The chances of the, I chose blue, but not knowingly chose blue in that regard. Uh, but everything went, you know, everything goes through a blue lens and then it comes out blue on the other side. And that may be great, but that it's not necessarily good for individual thought or individual um, style in an English sense. Now, there's ways to counteract that, but you, I mean, I know that I got graded down at times not because of the quality of my work, but because of the content of my work, because they didn't like what I said or the conclusion I came to. And my wife had a similar experience. And this is, we both went to the same small Christian school, Christian college. And 
there were times where it's literally like the writing's good. Every single comment on there that has any sort of grading component to it all had to do with what we said, the conclusion we came from or came to rather than whether or not our sources were bad or anything like that. Our grammar was bad, you know, whatever. And I find that interesting. So if you're going to go, I mean, like if your kid, you, your kid, doesn't make a difference, right? Um, College is useful, but make sure you're using it for the right thing. Now, if your kid wants to go into web design, there's ways to do that without formal, like go getting a degree in computer science. Now, what they may want to do may require that. So don't leave that off. But, but don't just think that because everyone goes to college, that that's necessarily the right answer. Because if you, if you want to be a writer, then write and learn how to write well and be less concerned about the piece of paper. If you want to be an artist or a web designer or a computer programmer, like there are classes, there is education that doesn't come with a degree that is better than a degree when it comes to um, providing that education. And it's a certification that you went through this program and now you understand coding, Python or whatever, you know, whatever um, Ruby, whatever coding language you have, which that certification that you know what you're doing will get you the job where a computer science degree may not. Now, I do think there is a place for college, and I think it's different than probably why most people send their kids to college. I think the experience of college is helpful, and I think that the belief or the understanding, maybe the belief, I think that 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 it is beneficial for us to be well-rounded as human beings. And you can definitely be well-rounded without college. But I think that there, it does provide an opportunity to try things out in a semi-structured environment that could be very helpful um, to you because it provides a lot of different variety of education at hand and more importantly a lot of people who know a lot of other things meaning that you're not stuck in a bubble of the people you already know because um, if you remember back quite a few episodes ago I talked about do you know what you don't know right and that was the whole idea the whole idea behind that is there there's categories of knowledge there's the stuff I know I know the stuff, the stuff I know I don't know, and then the stuff I don't know I don't know. And the beautiful part about having a whole bunch of people that are coming from multiple places all coming together is that they all have different experiences. And so you might find, your student might find, your kid might find, that they didn't know that they really like to knit because they were never really exposed to knitting and then their roommate knitted, right? Um, I taught my best friend. He's now my best friend. He was my roommate. I taught him how to fish. He likes fishing. He'd never been fishing before. And I took him fishing while we were in college. And he's like, this is awesome. Exactly. Same thing with firearms. I introduced him to firearms. He thought it was great. But he had never been introduced until we were introduced. And these are things I like to do. Meanwhile, he shared with me music. I still don't play music, but he would compose things and it got me to think about music in a way I'd never, and I'm just, I stand in awe of him and his ability to compose. And so those kind of relationships are important. And so it's not, it's actually less in my mind about 
what you're doing in class, although I think that's important. I think it's more about the people that you meet, the mentors that you develop and professors and stuff like that. I have, some, I have a couple of professors that I'm still in contact with that I love. Um, I, they, they, they have been um, helpful to me and encouraging to me um, from college on, and it's been over a decade now. And so I think it's, you know, that's where I think the value of education is as far as formal education, to go and learn new things. Again, environment becomes incredibly important in that if you go and throw them into a pot that's, you know, um, you know, of one kind of soup, the chances that they take on that, the, t- the flavor of that soup are really high, right? So if you go throw them into um, a, a school that has a particular kind of belief set, like I know that the school, the, the local junior college where I am, they've decided this year is the year um, to remote and celebrate LGBTQ plus students. Um, so if you're going there full time, you're going to get a lot of that kind of just in your environment. There's going to be more conversation than normal. And that may be fine. But it also may be that if you're uncomfortable with that, then maybe that school wouldn't be good for your kid. And so you have to be aware of those things. There's also just the practical element that, um, you know, I have two and a half, I have a a bachelor's degree. I have a master's degree and I'm halfway through a second master's degree that I stopped because I had more kids and needed to stop. <laughs> um, and I would love to go back and, and do more and more and more there. But I'm the only one in my fam. Well, I have a sister who has a, a bachelor's degree. So I'm the only one in my family that has an advanced degree. I was the first one in my family on either side to ever get a degree, period. Um, and I have five younger siblings. Four of them are adults. And they work. And I am convinced that two of the four make more money than me without degrees because they run their own businesses. Um, The other one who went to college probably makes a little bit less than I do. um, But that's because she's been doing it for a shorter period of time, doing her job for a shorter period of time. And she has a lot of student loan debts, much like I do. And then the other one just decided he didn't even graduate high school and he just doesn't want to follow that track at all. And so there's this, there's so many opportunities to make a living and earn a living well that do not require the piece of paper. And increasingly, even big businesses, even even, uh, institutions that historically have required degrees are now dropping that because they found that the degree is no longer um, a guarantee that the student knows what they're doing. And um, for example, my, my sister's job, uh, when she got hired, you had to have a degree to even apply. They have since removed that requirement. You just have to have a high school diploma. And part of that was because they weren't getting enough people and part of that was because they just realized that the degree isn't helpful in that particular line of work. Um, my wife does um, bookkeeping and accounting stuff. And I remember reading an article a while ago that one of the largest accounting firms in the world had recently, I mean, this was a couple of years ago now, um, removed their requirement for a bachelor's degree in accounting in order to get into some of their positions and basically removed all of the degree requirements for other positions and their stated reason was it has been our experience that the degree does not guarantee that the applicant has the necessary skills 
and we recognize that by requiring a piece of paper, we are eliminating from our possible um, hiree pool people who have years of experience and are highly qualified in different, uh, in, you know, highly qualified by a different measure. And so they're now done away with the degrees in order to um, increase the number of people they can attract and also get better quality people. Because if you've been running your own bookkeeping form successfully for 15 years and you just want a nine to five job, they can now hire you, right? If you can show them that you know you know what you're doing. Meanwhile, the kid who just got out with a degree may or may not, right? We have people in all sorts of positions who claim to be experts in all sorts of things that have degrees in all sorts of stuff that clearly don't know what they're talking about, right? That otherwise, there wouldn't be discrepancies. You got some economics saying this, that, and the other thing, and other economics, economists doing this, that, and the other thing, right? We got people with masters in MBAs, right? Masters in business administration, taking you from one side to the other in every possible way, um, Take your pick, right? Lawyers, doctors, you know, doctors that say you should never eat meat, doctors who say you should only eat meat and fat. So um, the question then becomes, what is being taught? What are we learning? And do we really want to take our kids, pull them out of the system only to prep them and preen them to go back into the system without really being aware or being considerate of whether or not that is ultimately where they need to be. I recently uh, con- consulted with, um, did a co- sort of a consultation, I guess, with a um, a friend of a friend. I'd never talked to her before. And, and her daughter is looking into going to college. And she's like, well, I was thinking about English and psychology. And I'm like, those are both great degrees. Um, she's like, well, what, what jobs can you do? Nothing. Like they're, they're, you can't do anything with psychology until you have a master's degree functionally, at least not in the field. Um, it might help you get into those things where you need a degree for, but not any more so than if you had, you know, underwater basket weaving. And then English, it's about, you know, writing ability, not about, um, you know, like, because you can't walk up to a newspaper and be like, I have a degree in English, where's my job? They're going to be like, show me how you write. But conversely, you could just say, show me how you write. And there are people who, who run, you know, six-figure or seven-figure blogs that don't have degrees. So the question becomes, like, we live in a world now where the piece of paper means less and less every day. Uh, More and more people have them, which just by nature of inflation means that they're worth less and less every day. Um, Unless it's a technical field like a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, you know, a chemist, something like that. So I just want to bring that up and, and make you think, like, what is the purpose? Is the purpose of you homeschooling to, you know supercharge your kids so they can get into an Ivy League school? Or is the purpose of the homeschooling to educate your kids so that they can make an informed decision and have the skill set to do whatever it is they want to do? I mean, if they want to go and be an HVAC technician and they're going to make six figures a year doing that because that's completely plausible and use their their skill set to do HVAC and then build an awesome marketing system in the process because you taught them how to how to think creatively and think outside the box, then maybe that's the, the route for them. And maybe they do need to go or maybe they will want to be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer, right? And so, but I think it's a little bit unfair to expect 
um, or to pull kids out of a public school system only to put them into a different public school system or a different academic system that is just as broken and just as flawed as the ones at the lower levels in many cases. So um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little weird um, to be thinking that far in advance if your kids aren't that close to it. But on the other hand, I just know from my own personal experience that not everyone's built and the world is changing. Um, My wife's degree has nothing to do with her successful business now. And the degree does not open any doors for her in that successful business. Other than the doors that I mentioned before, which is that like the opportunity to be exposed to different kinds of people, to make friendships, to have your world expanded and to move things from the I don't know, I don't know to I do know that I don't know category. That's really um, the best. She did music and art and theater stuff. And then um, she was a religion major. And now she does accounting and bookkeeping. I was a history major with a minor in religion. And then I decided, well, what do you do with that? The only thing you can do with that is teach. So I decided to become a teacher. And, and I was a teacher and I loved what I did. And then I found homeschooling and I'm like, this is even better. I mean, I still miss teaching. I still miss having a classroom and having that discussion and those deep philosophical discussions and historical discussions and theological discussions. I miss that. But it's less important than the opportunity to help families, help students navigate um, kind of who they are, what they're about, what they want out of life, and resourcing them to help them figure out how to do that well. And not just get stuck between, you know, on the next page, right? The next page of the workbook, the next page in the textbook, and going, and going through life like that, because that's not how jobs are. It's not a next page, especially in a world now that um, is all over the place. I think I just read something the other day. It was like this Gates Foundation. I think it was even today. that's saying that um, they're estimating that 70% of the jobs that are going to be available, and I think they said 2030, are jobs that haven't, or maybe yeah, these are either 2030 or 2050, haven't even been created yet because our world is changing. And so we need to, we need to educate adaptive, um, well-rounded individuals who can look at a changing world and say, I can, make a, I can make a place here. What we don't know is factory workers. We don't need factory workers. Not saying that the factory worker is bad, but I mean, like, we don't need someone who can punch a time card because that world may not exist when they get to the point where they might be t- punching time cards. Okay. That's all I got for right now. Um, please, please like, subscribe, um, hit the buttons and the stars, share with a friend. Um, I want to see this continue to grow, and I'm hoping that I'm giving you the content that you would like. Um, I'm hoping we can throw up soon on the website that place where you can suggest um, podcast topics. I would love to hear back from you and know what it is that you guys want. And um, yeah, because I mean, I, I make lists and then I'm guessing, and you may have very pertinent, important questions that I would really love to answer. And I I thrive as a teacher when people ask me questions. My best thinking has been done when someone has asked me a tough question, I've had to dig down deep. And I love that feeling, um, as much as it's sometimes scary, of having to answer something I don't know the answer to. 
and getting the opportunity to do the research and to, to think about it a little bit and dig in. So please like, subscribe, um, follow us on Instagram, Homeschooled Podcast, and check out our website, which is youjustgothomeschooled.com. Thanks and have a great day.